With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. Premier League football is back, and we are back with the first of many match previews for the 2023 to 2024 season. I'm Scott. I'm your host for this one. And this week, I am joined by Daryl, Matty, and Andy. Daryl, how are you, my friend? Very good, mate. Just clamoring for football to come back properly. Um, we've had our pre-season. We've been unbeaten, but I, I need Premier League football and Champions League football in my life. Yes, and, and we will have a plethora of it delivered to us throughout the coming weeks and months uh, throughout the season. Matty, mate, how are you doing? I'm trying to think of another word for clamming, but I'm thirsty. <laughs> thirsty for that football, that sweet, sweet football at the weekend. Even I've missed it. I even have not enjoyed the break. Loads of stuff going on, exciting things. Don't know what the lineup's going to be. New players. Aston Villa have got new players. Last time we played, it was 3 3. It's all exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. And Andy, mate, are you as excited as Daryl and uh, Matty? I'm buzzing. And myself. When you were, I'm, I'm buzzing. When you mentioned the Premier League back, I thought the Premier League anthem was going to start blaring out the speakers there. <laughs> Although I couldn't remember what it was. I just had the Europa League song in my head, but we're not even hearing that. Today, anyway. but, uh, yeah, that buzzing. Is... Like, like, like they say, yeah, new season. It feels like this could be a real stepping stone into something great. Um, we're slightly ahead of schedule, but can't wait to see what, what next season brings. Yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't get the copyright for the Premier League anthem <laughs> to be played at the start of this, or the Europa League one, which is, by the way, the better of all of the the tracks. The whole uh, the whole chanting that goes on in that track is 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 a it's it's a bop, as uh, as, as you <laughs> so rightly put it there, Andy. Um, before we get started with this preview, um, here's a little word from our sponsor. 
The Gallagher Shots Match Preview is brought to you by Magpin. Magpin are the go-to site for high-quality, unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle United players, legends and retro kits. For more information, visit their website at magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. So let's get into it. This match preview is for the upcoming home game, first game of the season against Aston Villa. Uh, it's on Saturday the 12th of August. It's a 5.30pm afternoon, Saturday night kickoff under the lights at St James's Park. We're all looking forward to it. We're all clamming. But we're going to discuss a little bit about Aston Villa. So, Matty, you mentioned it before. The last time we met was 3-all. But, Daryl, mm. the last time in the league was a di different story. And it, it was, it nice was, um, it wasn't, it was probably the worst result that we had last season. Well, it was factually the worst result we had last season because it was a 3-0 defeat um, down at Villa Park. And that was our third loss of last season in the Premier League in our heaviest 3-0. And the only time that we'd conceded three, well, the only time that we conceded more than two goals with three, um, and we'd only conceded once before that, and that was in the 3-3 draw against Man City at the start of last season, yeah. um, which... On reflection, just shows how good of a season we had last season to not concede more than twice, except on those two occasions. Um, and I think we can all agree that the performance that day was just horrendous. I mean, you and Chris watched it and then did a live reaction, and I'm pretty sure you still regret that to this day. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was an off day. We had a couple. We didn't have many of those last season, um, and unfortunately, we were punished for it. But you know, that was one loss in nine. Um, and we bounced back from it the following week by, I think, was it was that the following week that we batted Spurs 6-1? So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah, thanks for reminding us about that uh, watch-along. I've tried to block it out my mind, and you've just <laughs> brought it all back. So apologies if I have, if I have a mini breakdown by the end of this, because, uh, yeah, there's a whole whirlwind of emotions. Matt, you did, you did mention the three-all draw. Um, can we... Can we take much into that, considering it was a friendly, considering it was in the middle of, well, middle of the night for us? You know, obviously jet lag was probably kicking in and also I believe heat was a big factor in that uh, stadium in Atlanta. Can we read much into that result or is that a written off on for pre-season? Um, I think it was just, I mean, you take heat, whatever, into account, but it was just pre-season. Um, I think a few of the lads, we were talking about it after, were worried about, you know, the, the, the frailties we were showing at the back and I just didn't, Think you could read too much into it given the selection mm. the mix of selections that we've had all the way through pre-season and um, they were obviously just trialing this new formation that we're gonna have to try and adapt to to, to um get used to all this football that we're gonna have to play uh this coming season but i mean again villa they didn't exactly defend very sensibly that game either no. they held that high line we got in plenty of times not just for the three goals and i think they were trying something out as well so it's hard to really read into that um, yep. I think, you know, we, we saw maybe some of Tenali's, well, not shortcomings. He is a physical player, but I think, you know, we saw him get knocked off the ball by Wendy. Again, not going to read in it too much. Um, but Villa as well, you saw saw some frailties of theirs, saw some things that they do well, and exactly the same with us. But again, it's, it's the way we put that into the Premier League. I think it's going to be a, a, a much more different to, to that pre-season meeting. Hmm. Yeah, and, and and Andy, obviously, since that preseason meeting, both teams have strengthened in the transfer market. Um, I think the only player that Villa had was Tielemans at the time that they brought through the door. I think maybe Diaby had signed, but he didn't feature. Um, but, you know, looking at their new signings, um, 
obviously they all probably stand out, but is there any kind of any kind of areas of that where you just think hmm, maybe we need to watch out and there's a bit of an unknown because of those? Yeah, I think it's interesting with Villa because it almost feels like their season coming up is the season we had last year. They obviously had a season with a bad manager and then got a great manager and then kind of saw what, what could be. And it feels like even though they are a season behind us, they're trying to sort of do what we're doing now, which is fluff up the squad, get those bodies in for that for the European football. Because that is probably a similar issue with Villa than that we had, which is first 11 is really good. As soon as you peel back that first 11, it's got glaring weaknesses. So they've made three main signings. Uh, I think obviously they get the landmark ones, Diaby, someone that I think we all were sort of casually looking at because the media were linking with was with everyone and people don't like Almiron still for some reason. So everyone was clamming for a clamming again for a right winger. <laughs> and, um, so they signed him for 55 million euros, which I think is just shy of 50 million quid from Leverkusen. He's a France international at 24, plays on the right hand side. He's that typical inverted winger, cuts in, shoots, skins people, gets people excited. He's got a lot of star power and we've seen him playing up front actually in pre season as well, which I think is quite yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, got that star power that they might not have necessarily had before. Torres, experienced centre-back, won the Europa League with Emery at Villarreal, perfect for Europe. And then Telemans, who's just a bit of cover for Douglas Luiz, again, doing similar to what we're doing, going, can't rely on Bruno all the time, get Tenali, can't rely on Douglas Luiz all the time, who was their player of the year, get Telemans in. And just fluffing up the squad, so recruiting really smartly, I think. Yeah, it has been some quite smart recruitment, Daryl. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. we were linked with the Obby quite heavily, and I think a lot of us maybe he's got a bit excited and watched a lot of YouTube videos. So I think a lot of us know, you know well, we think we know what we can expect from DRB, but he's got a few goals pre-season. He's, you know, he's, he's not done too badly since he came in. Um, but obviously from our side, we've also strengthened in a couple of areas. I'm not, not expecting Livermento to feature at all really at the weekend. Maybe it's the bench at a push, but, you know, we have brought in Harvey Barnes who playing on the same side of the field as what DRB will play. Obviously he's a completely different player, but, you know, we've got that little bit of unknown about us to Villa as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we just have to look at Harvey Barnes in the second preseason friendly from the Seller Cup to know that he's really trying to play himself into this team. And I'm sure a lot of people will still be picking Anthony Gordon ahead of him for their predicted 11s on, on Saturday. But it's really, really hard to, to push aside what Harvey Barnes did last weekend. And I think... Some of the link-up play he had with Alex Izak on Sunday was absolutely phenomenal. And even with Callum Wilson as well, providing a couple of assists. Um, we talked about it um, in the match reaction to that uh, second Seller Cup friendly about the fluidity and the versatility that we now have in the squad. And I think as much as Aston Villa, you know, Matty correctly said that the pre-season friendly wasn't too much to read into in terms of result in that. And I think Aston Villa, obviously, will have had somebody watching the rest of the games are in preparation for, for Saturday. But again, it's another dimension that we have that if things aren't going the way we need them to on Saturday, we can make a change or two and we can switch things up and really cause people problems. The interesting thing to me with Diaby um, is the threat he can pose down that side. And we all know how reliable Dan Byrne is as part of the sort of back five, which we'll eventually get onto when we, when we think about who's going who's gonna to start. But again, it's, it's probably going to be an area that Aston Villa will try to exploit. So it's going to be down to the boys to be prepared and be able to to cope with that. Um, and for me as well, we have. I don't think we can brush under the carpet the fact that very early on in the in the summer window that there were links with us and Telemans. Um, I think most of us in the in the Gallagher Shops group agreed that 
his character probably wouldn't be right for us based on what we'd seen last season. I mean, I go back to the, the game at Leicester um, over New Year and he just disappeared after the first goal went in and we never saw him again. And I think it happened again in the League Cup as well. Um, so, you know, probably a, a bullet dodged on our respect, but that doesn't mean he's not going to be doing very well for Aston Villa as well. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, Matty, the new signings, possibly aside, they do have some good players to Villa. And, you know, there are some players that we need to watch out for uh, in this game mm. of the weekend. Definitely. I mean, you look at their form from Christmas and it's like Andy said, you get that new coach buzz, but not just a coach, but a, a winning coach. One of the probably the best coaches in Europe in, in Unai Emery and someone we thought we were going to be getting um, yeah. at one stage. But... He's came in and absolutely revitalised them. I mean, Watkins has always been a handful. I think we think see him as that bit of their talisman. And he finished the, the season what 15, 16 goals last season. Scored a couple of those against us. Scored some very good goals. Strong, powerful, like fast, direct. He's he's a very good player when he's got the service and he started to get that service. The fact that they put the this team together without these new signings, you know, you, all the way through the spine of that team, there is some good players there. You know, go from. Martinez at the back to Conce. I'm a fan of Conce. I think he's very good. Whether he starts at the weekends or makes way for Torres, you know, who's to say? Not a big fan of Tyrone Mings, mind you. He's got his very much got yeah. his limitations. But then again, through that spine, Douglas Louise, Kamara, again, does one of them go away for Telemans? I'm not too sure. Um, but there is some good players there. Even your John McGinn's, they've got quality, they've got tenacity. They're just a really solid, good side. And like we've seen with good management, they can do really well. And that's why I think a lot of people are bigging them up because they're riding a crest of a wave and it's a bit like what we were. We had, a, like Andy said, poor manager, new manager comes in and all of a sudden we're, you know, from that time, we're second or third in the league and we carried that on and, and had a good season. So whether Villa can do that with the European competition like we have, they're definitely going to give it a go with the signs that have made. But, like I said, they're adding it to a, a decent decent squad. I mean, I, I'm going to mention Jacob Ramsey as much as he's not going to be playing because he's injured. He yeah. was very good. He should be back mm -hmm. in about four or five, six weeks because he broke his foot at the, the Euros. But again, like it's only six goals, but six assists, six, seven assists. He's a very good player, young English, very good player. And I just think that they've got the makings of a very, a very good team. But again, injuries, Europe. We can't tell the future. We've said this about many sides in the past, but there's certainly players there to watch, not just, well, just outside of the new signings that they've made. Yeah, you mentioned Jacob Ramsey there being injured. The only other player on the list is uh, Alex Marino, um, who is who is out as well. It's due back, I think, in a couple of weeks after. Uh, one thing, Andy, with Villa, I've noticed with their fixtures coming up, uh, they play us and then they've got a, a Premier League game next weekend, but then midweek is their qualifier first leg for... The Europa Conference, and then the week after, they've got another midweek game for the Europa Conference. Um, I know it's first game of the season, and I know fitness isn't always at 100%, but would you expect any form of like certain players being kept behind for Europe, or do you think Villa's goal this season is let's just go for the league and Europe is almost an afterthought? Like it was a nice idea to get into it, but we're not actually going to, you know, take it too seriously because we want Champions League effectively next season. Well, I think if you ask that question to Unai Emery, who is the king of Europa League, he'd say no way, because that's obviously that's his entire identity is winning that cup. And I think when, you know, even with teams like Sevilla, when they drop out of the Champions League and then everyone in the Europa League craps themselves because they know what's coming. So that they'll definitely take it seriously. I think maybe new signings, maybe the ones who don't necessarily come in straight away because there's always that mm. 
period of adjustment, things like that. Um, in pre-season, they've mixed things up a little bit. Sometimes they've gone 4-3-3, sometimes they've gone 3-5-2 and stuck Diaby up front. So it'll be interesting to see. I think tactically, I do think that was one of the only games that how was beaten tactically was that Villa game. I don't, I don't think we had an answer for them in that first half with them bringing people inside and things like that. So I think they will go all guns blazing for a minute one. I think you have to in the Premier League. You can't really afford a slow start unless you're Man City and you win when they won the league and won like 30 games in a row. <laughs> so I think they will go all out strength. Um, it is strange that they have to obviously play Europe so early. Um, it would be yeah. quite funny to have the amazing season that they had last season to then lose the playoff. Um, but I'm sure they'll be fine and they'll, yeah, they'll have a good season. We'll, I think, not to go on too long, but obviously with this game, it does feel like a, a real yardstick, a real acid test for the season, because I think if you look at everyone else in the league, these are probably the team we put exactly alongside ourselves in terms of their journey and the quality. So it'd be a really good game. Yeah. Well, Matty, you did a Beyond the Lines. Uh, you recorded it last night at our time recording with a Villa fan. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we don't want to give too much of that away because if you're watching this, when you're done watching this, Go and watch the Beyond the Lines, but to be honest, you should have watched that already. Yes, that's what I was one. just about to say, Scott. You should have watched it already. If you haven't done that, watch what, it again. What are you doing? I need to did a swear there. I need to swore. <laughs> pause, pause this and go and watch it and then come back. Yeah. All right, Dad, we don't have to do that. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I don't want to take well, any. Yeah, don't, don't get too carried away, Daryl. Come on. Um, but no, Maddie, um, obviously, you know, not to give too much away, but the Villa fan that you had on, what were their confidence levels going into this against us? I think um, stand-up comedian Tony Jameson, go and watch it now, um, he was very much, you know, like, he, he was just happy to sort of be where they are, to be honest, and, and sort of agreed that, and to echo what Andy's just said, that, you know, we're very in very similar states of flux right now. As much as we've got the Champions League and that's going to have all eyes on that, you know, for them to be in Europe, it's a, it's a great thing, and I think they're going to be taking that very seriously to try and, you know, we saw what West Ham did, but, just try not to do it to the detriment of their league form. And if there's one person who can do that, it's probably Unai Emery. Um, but yeah, he was, he was fairly confident. He, he thought there's going to be some very uh, interesting battles all over the pitch. And I, I for one second that, you know, you've got, you know, the like you could have Pau Torres up against Alexander Isak. You know, you could have Diaby running with Dan Byrne, not to say that's like a clash of titans, but it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Um, there's yeah. going to be some interesting battles in the middle of the park with our new signings, with perhaps their new signings, but we know how combative their midfield is. Um, but yeah, he just echoed my sentiments, really. Um, but we ended up just talking a lot about Football Manager as well, because uh, he has a stand-up special on YouTube called Football Manager Ruin My Life. Get it watched after you've watched this and Beyond the Lines. Yeah, not a sponsor, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, um, just we'll a move, friend. No friend. Just a friend, friend of the show. We'll move on to Newcastle, Daryl. Obviously, we're doing this before Eddie Howe's press conference on Friday. Um, we'll start with our injuries. Um, you know, we're not expecting Joe Willock to feature at all. I don't think he's been in full training. Same goes for Javi Mankio and Emil Kraft. But the one person I want to really focus on is Fabian Scher. Um, mm -hmm. We still don't know. Um, he's expected to be back. I think Eddie Howe's con comments last week in the press conference before the Seller Cup was, it was a little bit telling that maybe he's not quite ready, but he's very, very close, was the words being yeah. used by Eddie Howe. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I've tried to do a little bit of digging before we started recording to see if I can find out what's going on. And I think the idea is that if he's anywhere near fit, he'll be involved. I can't say whether or not that's going to be starting or if it'll be on the bench. My guess at the minute is if he's not 100%, he'll certainly be on the bench because we'll need his quality as, as any sort of backup in case anything goes wrong. Um, and for me, 
if he is fit, then absolutely has to go in because he's part of that back five. And I'm sure we'll get on to predictions for who we think will start in a, in a, in a very short time. Um, but yeah, so for Fabian Schaer, for me, has to start if he's fit. But again, if he's not fully there, then he has to be involved in some way, shape or form. And I think if Eddie has the choice, I think you'd probably want him involved. And that's the key word, that he has to be involved in some capacity, for sure. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect to Jamal Sells, who actually has done quite well pre-season. You know, m- minus that minor slip-up in that second game of the Salah Cup, uh, where mm. I think he nearly broke his own ankles trying to clear the ball. Um, but we'll not we'll not talk anymore about that. Um, you kind of want Fabian Shaw, Andy, to be playing alongside Botman in a game like this, especially with some of the pace that Villa have and that Villa kind of exploited against us in that last game last season. Yeah, um, I think pacing the defence is definitely a weakness. I think that's one of the reasons we've got Liveramento is because he's got that extra yard of pace on him. Um, I think we've all forgot, well, not, not necessarily forgot, but it's easy to forget how good the defence was in that first half of the season because it was obviously, yeah. there was lots of one nils, lots of very close scrappy games, even the Brighton game at the start of the season. And, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Dan Byrne lover, but I have to admit that obviously that back five unit with all of them together and how it, the balance of it tactically was un- unreal. Was the, you yeah. know, we were the best defence in the league. And if we hadn't sort of had a bit of a slump at the end of the season, we would have had Pope with the Golden Glove. We would have been, the you know, the least goals conceded of anyone. Um, so, yeah, that, that unit has to start together. Um, I rate target um, higher than how apparently, but um, it has to be them. And, yeah, there is a drop off with Lascelles, but he's club captain. Um, you know, he, he doesn't really let us down. He gives it his all. Um, I think he knows his own limitations, and he's obviously being well coached now. So I think yeah. either way, it will be fine. But Shah's obviously the preference. Yeah, and I think the other advantage we've got, Matty, is home advantage. Um, obviously, St James's Park is going to be rocking on Saturday, especially with it being a half five kickoff. Um, you have to use that to your advantage. Definitely, um, but I think not to use a, a common trope or be too stereotypical, but it all depends on how we start, really. Um, yeah. I think if we can, you know, not look under the cosh for the first 10, 15 minutes and at least just even have things on an even keel, then we'll, we'll be going for it. But, um, you know, as much as we want to be fully behind the lads, Eddie Howe's always talked about the importance of giving them something to shout about. With it being the first game of the season after such a successful one, I do think we will be extra going for it. I don't know if War Flaggers have got anything going on for that game. I'm sure they will. But yeah, the atmosphere will be great and we'll see We'll see what we can do. Um, it's just, just, again, I just can't stress enough how we need to start well. We need to get maybe get the yeah. first chance, maybe just get the get the I'll foot of the ball a little bit. But against the Villa side, they've done so well. It's it's not a given, even if you're at home. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we do have some new signings. Obviously, Daryl, we talked about them a little bit, but you know, Tonali, Barnes, Livermento at time of recording. Um, realistically, do you see any of those players starting on Saturday? Um, or do you think it's going to be bench uh, duty for maybe two or all three of them? I think certainly for two of the three, um, for me, Scott, it'll be um, Tonali and Livermento who will be benched from the start on Saturday. I really think after last weekend that Harvey Barnes has played himself into a starting position on that left-hand side. Um, and I think Eddie will be very keen to use and exploit him against Aston Villa as to try and get as big an impact as possible in the game, just to try and get a foothold. Um, I think, you know, um, 
Tonali has to come in. You know, it's very much like we've seen in the past when we've brought in new players from abroad, the likes of Bruno, likes of Botman. He'll settle into the squad and he'll be introduced gradually. So I would imagine for the first few weeks of the season, Tonali will be a replacement for somebody else that's already in the starting lineup, the likes of a Bruno or a long staff, even if, if both of them are playing. Um, and it'll be a like-for-like -like sort of substitution just to, to, to bleed him into the way of life in the Premier League and, and, and in the English football as well. Um, I know he's had a good amount of time in pre-season to adjust, but it's still not the same as it is once the season begins and you're playing fully-fledged Premier League football. Yeah, it's it's nice to get the majority of your business done before preseason's over, isn't it? It's it's mm. it's almost unheard of. It's like, what is this? What 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 is this newfangled thing? And you know, it's not it's not hard to do. Um, we'll move on to our predictions, boys. But before we give you all our predictions, we have a new feature of the match preview, which is an exclusive opportunity for our members to get involved. And this week we have one of our members, Mike. Has given us Mike e. our hit, Mike F. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I can't get really get creative with that second name. Never mind. <laughs> well, Mike has given us his prediction. Um, so we're going to play this now, and then off the back of that, we will give you our predictions. So take it away, Mike. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Forkus. This is my match prediction for Newcastle United versus Aston Villa. I think we will win 3-1. We'll get a trip your free kick. There will be an Anthony Gordon goal and Harvey Barnes off the bench. How are you, the lads? So, 3-1, Trippier, three, free kick, Gordon to score. And then, I don't think Mike agrees with you, Darrell, he thinks Harvey Barnes is going to come off the bench mm. and get a goal. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd take that all day, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Of course you would. Wins a win. Wins a win. Wins a win. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's let's move over. Oh, sorry, before before we move on, thank you very much, Mike. Uh, and if you want to have the opportunity to feature in a member's prediction in the match previews, all you have to do is scroll down from this video and hit the little register button to become a member. It's two ninety nine a month. It obviously gives you this opportunity, which I mean, it's priceless to be involved with what, with what we're doing. But it also gets you access to the Telegram group. We also now have a Discord community for the gamers out there. Um, and you also get early access to the videos. Matty, at time of recording, your Beyond the Lines is currently early access to members. Mm. And it's getting some really good re re good responses from the members. Not that it shouldn't do, but it really is. Uh, you did sound surprised <laughs> there, Scott. I'm very surprised there. My my voice was going higher than my uh, surprise levels. Unfortunately, okay. that was uh, okay. that was not the not what I was supposed to do. I do apologise. Um, we will move on. <laughs> yeah, yellow card. I'll I'll not be here next week. We'll move on to our predictions. Um, Andy, what are you going for this week, mate? It's time for me first. That, that was a surprise. <laughs> uh, right. Um, I've, I've chopped and changed all day, but I'm going to go one nil clean sheet. Watman's in the fantasy team. How are the lads, what? like said. Ooh. What? How are the lads indeed? 
Manny, you don't want to convinced. Do we not want to win? <laughs> no, Come I want to win. Just like, oh, can I? Oh, I don't want to hold on to a one-goal lead. Well, you were about a fast start. I could see it being, you know, a really good start and then half time and then one of those grindy wins that we got last season. But, you know, like we said, wins a win. A win is a win. Yeah. However, Matty, what are your thoughts? So, if you haven't seen, if you're not a member and you haven't seen my video yet, right, you might see, see it soon. And I say in there that I think it's going to be 3 1 Newcastle, which is quite optimistic for me. And I feel like. Again, crazy game. I reckon it's going to be 1-0, 1-1 somewhere. Both teams are definitely going to score for me. But what one of the teams, I don't know if it's going to score first, it's going to be equaliser, we'll, we'll take the lead. And then it's going to be literally awful, like back foot for half an hour. And then Harvey Barnes comes on. And or Harvey Barnes or, or Anthony Gordon break away goal. And three one. Well, we come away. Go- You've just copied Mike's prediction. Even the goals. Yeah, no, yeah, but he, he, no, no. Get him on. Who is Mike? I am Mike. Maybe I'm Mike. Um, no, but like it, it's more like just the way it's going to happen, though. Like, I feel, feel like it's going to be we're going to walk away. I think we're going to win. Hopefully by a, a, a more than a goal margin. But I think there'll be points where we'll be like bloody hell, Villa, Villa are good. Villa are good. They, 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 we were lucky at points there. I reckon there's going to be ones where like. Pope makes a save like he pulls out his back pocket or we make a last-ditch challenge or there's just going to be some contentious stuff. There's going to be loads of extra time, which is mm. the guy with a heart condition. That's not good. Um, but if we're holding on to, if we're holding on to a lead and we, like the ball goes up for nine minutes, oh, my God. Do you reckon, right, do you reckon Tyndall's getting sent off for standing up in this? And they've just took the words out of my mouth. Oh. <laughs> Literally. Uh, I've, I've just thought, no, no, no. It means that we, we're on sync already this season. And I, honestly, was, I was thinking about those new new, new rules and then new minutes rules yeah. and then the new rule with Jason Tyndall. I was just about to say, Tyndall's going to get sent off for just refusing to sit down. I'll give you that thunder back. No, that's fine, man. We share the thunder. They call us the storm. Look at that. It, it, it must be the black t-shirts and the white pens that's doing it. That must that's be what it is. Because uh, yeah, I've got, I've got white t-shirt and no pen. So there we go. Daryl, mate. What? Yeah. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Uh, Daryl, mate. What, are your, what is your predictions for uh, for this one? Well, I've been thinking about this this afternoon and at one point I had 4-2 to Newcastle in my head but I don't really think there'll be that many goals in it. Um, I actually agree with Matty and I think it'll be 3-1. Um, similar sort of way of how the game will play out. It'll be quite scrappy to start with and then it'll be, you know, I, I don't even, I think even Villa might get the lead, you know, and it'll take a bit of actually, a bit of enthusiasm from the crowd and a bit of backing to, to spur the lads on to get a win. Um, I think Ollie Watkins is probably going to be the one that would score for them. Um, he's just, you know, we mentioned it earlier, he just seems to be quite versatile in the box and he can. he's very good at escaping the attention of the defenders that are trying to mark him. Um, he can find that little pocket of space and, and cause all sorts of damage. Um, and for us, I do actually think Harvey Barnes will score. Um, based on the form that he was in last weekend, I just think it's it's just written in the stars for him to get a goal. Um, I know we haven't quite got round to predicted starting 11s just yet, so I think Isaac will score. Um, and for the other one, I'm waiting for Botman to get his goal, so I want Botman to score as well. We'll have Botman in. There you go. Well, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet, unfortunately. I think Villa might get us early. Uh, I know you said, uh, Andy, that you think we'll start early. I think. 
I think they're going to catch us on, you know, maybe he's riding on the coattails of the atmosphere a little bit and maybe, you know, losing that little bit of concentration and, and maybe, you know, they'll get an early goal. Um, but I do think final score will be 2-1 Newcastle. Um, I, I do think you know, Villa score first early and then it'll be second half. We'll get a brace. Um, goal scorers. Yeah, I, I do think it'll be Watkins for Villa who scores. Uh, it'll be Watkins or Diaby if Diaby starts up front. Um, it depends on how they how they how they play. Um, and then for us, I think it's going to be Miggy. I think Miggy will get one, and I think we'll mm. see one from Joel Linton. Oh, that'd be delicious. Um, it would be so absolutely delicious. fantastic, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Just score all the um, goals, please, Miguel Almiron. Score all the goals again. <laughs> Miguelito. Just, uh, I'm not going to open the can of worms, but you know what's been doing my head in. Yeah. God. I, God. I know exactly what you're feeling, Matty, because yeah, I yeah. felt it last season as well. Yeah. God's sake. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> well, what do you think the score is going to be at home? Uh, let us know in the comments below. Let us know what you think of our predictions. Thanks, Matty. Thanks, Andy. And thanks, Daryl. Thanks, Mike, for giving us your prediction. Mikey. Thank you for watching. Uh, if you want more content, we have loads of videos coming your way here on the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and loads of audio on the podcast as well. Um, all you have to do to be notified when uh, videos go live on the channel is scroll down from this little window, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. And if you've liked this video, give us a thumbs up. If you don't like it, give us a thumbs down. Um, like I said, leave your comments below with... Um, it all helps the algorithm, Matty. It doesn't matter if it's up Don't or down. Don't be giving us a thumbs we'll down. Take it all. <laughs> take it a all. Thumbs down. If you were, uh, if you want to comment with your predictions, like I said, that leave those below. And if you're a Villa fan, let us know what you think will happen in the game. Um, don't get too carried away. Where you know that rivalry is kind of dwindling out a little bit. I think over the over the, the we last were few quite years. pleasant to them last um, season from memory. So I, yes. think, I thought we'd sort of overcome all that stupid stuff from all those years ago. It's fake stuff. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah, we've both moved on to Everton now, I think. So I think we're, yeah. we're, we're, both, we're both going that way, which is nice. But like I said, thanks for watching, everybody. We will see you for a match reaction um, as well as next week, a match preview for Manchester City. That one will be fun. Oh, I'll see you later. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. Podcast Network.